Well, the virus has now killed more than 100 people in China, and new cases have been confirmed around the world. So you don't want to frighten the American public. France and South Korea have also got evacuation plans. But you need to prepare for and assume. Strongly warning Americans to avoid all non-essential travel to China. That this is going to be a real serious problem. France, Australia, Canada, the US, Singapore, Cambodia, Vietnam, the list goes on. Health officials are investigating more than 100 possible cases in the US. Germany, a man has uh, contracted the virus. The epidemic is a demon and we cannot let this demon hide. Japan, where a bus driver uh, contracted the virus. Coronavirus has killed more than 100 people there and infected more than 4,500. We have to prepare for the worst, always, because if you don't and the worst happens. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Welcome. It's the 26th of October, Year of Our Lord 2020. I think we got seven in a wake up. Uh, we're here in the nation's capital. Uh, we've been reporting this story now since uh, we started War Room Pandemic back in January. The uh, War Room impeachment started back in October. We're now in our second year. 17 million people on the download of the podcast. Also, tens of millions throughout the world because of G News and G Media that, that does a, a current uh, translation of this in Mandarin. We have a huge audience in mainland. Also, the diaspora, the Chinese people throughout the world, the people working for the freedom. John Fredericks Radio Network on radio. We're uh, Real America's Voice, Dish Channel 219, Comcast Channel 113. Uh, also, we are on Newsmax TV now in 70 million homes. want to bring back, we're going to try to get Rudy Giuliani. We've got a whole bunch of things. I was trying to get some guys from Northeast Pennsylvania. I want to really go through that, but I think we're going to probably do that tomorrow. Things are calm down. So much breaking news today. Uh, more breaking news out of this story about the uh, about this whole fiasco with the um with the child endangerment which like i said is not not a topic I, I we cover here we're really on the economic side the pandemic side the geopolitics side and the politics side but when something like this pops up and you don't see the authorities uh, do anything remember i was the first guy to call for christopher ray to be fired i'm giving you a scoop today it doesn't matter whether trump wins or loses right trump's gonna win and he's gonna be fired but in the case that it didn't happen he's gonna be fired anyway so Chris Ray is not going to be the head of the FBI, and Chris Ray can write that down. Okay, he's gone, uh, for good reason. Uh, been a total disaster. Um, the and trying to pivot it back to do the Chinese Communist Party and everything. Too little, too late. Too little, too late. All these guys, Brennan, Clapper, all these guys, going to uh, this whole Biden thing is going to explode all over. Where were you when this guy was being compromised? You know, Brennan, where were you? You looking in Russia? Hey, Russia's a sideshow, dude. Okay, before we got, we got Liz Yer, we're going to bring her back in a second, but now we've got the man, uh, Mayor Rudy Giuliani, um, and we only got him for a few minutes. Mayor, uh, look, Mayor, thank you. Welcome. I know you're pressed for time. You're doing media nonstop. We had Bernie Carrick on. We're going to follow with Liz Yor. And Liz is, is uh, you know, she's a specialist, been doing this child endangerment for 30 or 40 years. She was Oprah's right-hand person in Chicago. She's, a, you know, a prosecutor in Chicago. She's saying that it's got to be expanded. If the FBI is not going to do anything about it and Delaware is not going to do anything about it, you got to go to ICE or other things to actually make it happen. Or people in this audience got to start calling Delaware and going, hey, what's the story of the little girl? We noticed that of the he does three events. Biden does three events. He does three drive ins and that's it. Now he's gone for nine days. He's gone into hiding because he's not tough. He can't handle these questions. He's breaking under pressure. OK, two other events. So five. So 40 percent of the events. He went in milkshake. With one daughter, Hunter's daughter, milk. Go get milkshakes Sunday a week ago, okay, and then go to mass with both granddaughters yesterday. Rudy, where do we stand? Why I understand you and Bernie immediately upon finding this information 
talked to outside people that were specialists and special victim unit prosecutors. Everybody concurred. You had to go to Delaware. You go down there. You spend an entire day. You walk through the information. They dump it to the AG. It's supposed to be the FBI. But what does that mean? Where does this stand? What, what, what's the status? Has there been an intervention? Has there been an interview? People want to know. We're getting blown up day in and day out. What's the status of the victim? And can you tell us what the apparatus is doing, particularly the FBI that we spend, I don't know, tens or hundreds of billions of dollars a year uh, you know, financing? What, what's the current status on this? Well, are we talking about the, about the about the kids? Yes. Well, I mean, there's a, there's a there's just a statement here that that demands investigation. Hunter Biden admits to his father three years ago, "I create and caused a very unsafe environment for the kids." Then all you do is look at the photographs, of which there are twenty nine thousand, and you can see, indeed, he does create an unsafe environment for the kids. He smokes crack all around the house. He walks around nude. He has orgies, two men, two women. He uh, is constantly laying on couches and here admiring himself. So, uh, yeah, and and, he, and they can't possibly avoid the crack. Is this okay? But this, is this right? Uh, there's a photo. Ridiculous. There's a photo. There's a photo. I can't describe it any other way. There's a photo so right now. When I, I showed this, when I showed this, when I showed this, plus the photographs to the New York City police uh, detectives. They said this is uh, no-brainer. You've got to report it. And they got to jump right on top of it. Well, they punted to the FBI instead. Okay, Br- Rudy. Who had a- done nothing about it for eight months. Is this just you and Bernie Carrick trying to intrude in a, in a failed presidential race of President Trump that he has no plan, he has no coronavirus? This is what they're saying. He has no coronavirus plan. Mark Meadows raised the white flag. He's got no health care plan. You know, they hand Leslie Stahl a book of executive orders, but it's no plan. So he doesn't know anything about the second term. You know, the left is hammering him every day. The mainstream media hammering him every day. So he gets his two, two of his, two of his uh, lowest life hammers. That would be Bernie Carrick uh, and, and Rudy Giuliani with an assist from Beelzebub, Steve Bannon, right? And, 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 and what they're pushing is the law. Lo- uh, Jake Tapper says it's heinous. What Rudy Giuliani is pu- pushing can't even be talked about. It's so heinous. Is this just you trying to prove your relevance and intruding into a presidential campaign, or is this rise to the level of something that's serious? This is probably the worst criminal activity I've ever seen in terms of effect on government. And I've prosecuted a hundred public corruption cases, including congressmen, uh, commissioners in New York City, seventy police officers. I mean, I've done a lot of corruption cases, and I've done them as repo cases. This is the strongest case I've ever seen. It's also the most shocking. This is the highest level of government where I've seen this kind of corruption. The vice president of the United States for eight years was thoroughly corrupt. He was available to the highest bidder. The documents prove it. His son says for 30 years he's been doing this, and he's got to pay for all the expenses, and he's got to kick back half the old man i mean what what do we need beyond that steve i mean i've proved a lot of cases on one-tenth of that this is a this is a concerted effort to elect a crooked democrat to be the head of this country because a lot of the people in league with him are crooked big tech completely crooked a lot of the big businesses doing tremendous amount of business in china 
They don't care about the United States. They don't care about our people. All they care about is the enormous amounts of money they're making in China. And this is also, we would be electing a, a, a national security problem into the White House, not just Hunter, Joe. So the last business I can tell Joe was in, he was in a business where he was going to get $30,000 a year, $30 million a year, and he was in business with three Chinese communists, one of whom has already been executed, and the other one is in federal prison. The first person he asked for when he got arrested was his co-conspirator, James Biden. I mean, it, it is figuratively and literally true that the Bidens are in bed with the CCP. Okay, why, why, then the, the argument gets to be why, why are the people that have controlled this hard drive putting out all this salacious pictures about, you know, Hunter's a, a broken individual. He's a broken individual. You, people continue to put out all his crack smoking. They put out all these salacious pictures of his sexual depravity, all that. Why is that necessary? Why is that necessary for you uh, to, to allow that to be put out? Why, why, how does that tie into the story of corruption? How does that tie into the story of compromise? How does that uh, tie into a national security issue? But that is probably the most often used area for compromise and for uh, squeezing somebody in the intelligence world, sexual depravity. I mean, uh, uh, the, the mafia used to control all the gay bars on the west side of Manhattan. Why do you think they did that? Because every once in a while, a judge would walk in, a prosecutor, a newspaper person. they get some pictures of him, and those were in the days in which it would be horrible if you were gay. And then if they had an important case before the judge, they show up with a picture and say, Judge, you want the wife to know? This, is a, this has been going on for centuries. They surrounded the Bidens. They got everything they wanted out of Biden when he was vice president. They couldn't have been pleased more. And they gave his son $1.5 billion for a completely useless private equity fund. Now they're moving toward the president. Hold on, hang on, so hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. You make a pretty big charge there. Are you saying Joe Biden was put in charge of the pivot to Asia by Barack Obama? He negotiated the, the deal that they came to the Rose Garden and signed that dealt with cybersecurity and cyber intrusions of, of stealing intellectual property from our, country, our companies and the militarization, to stop the militarization of the South China Sea. We know that both of those failed. But are you saying that you're accusing Biden of going soft on them on both the negotiation and the enforcement because of his financial and business relationships with the Chinese Communist Party? Well, Mr. Bannon, let me quote you back to you. I don't believe in conspiracies, I, but I do believe in coincidences. It's a heck of a coincidence that he allows them to expand in the South China Sea. He allows them to increase their tariffs with no counteraction taken by the United States. And at that time, the Chinese are pumping $1 billion and then $500 million more into a private equity fund that involves not just Hunter, but John Kerry's stepson, the Bank of China as their partner, and, and Whitey Bulger's nephew. There could be only one reason for that, that China was getting value from Joe. The Chinese do not give away $1.5 billion. You know that. They're not, they're not dumb. They're not stupid like, like, like the reporters think the American people are. And the American people aren't stupid. They're just not being given the information. Okay, Rudy, but hang, hang on a second. Hang on there. You've got 
the FBI under Comey, you've got the CIA under Brennan, you've got Clapper, you got Hayden, you got DNI, you got all of it. The American people think, hey, even if I got bad apples, I got these institutions. Where are those institutions in reporting this or investigating this? Uh, they have gone completely corrupt at the top. The FBI is not corrupt. CIA is not corrupt. You know, when they say bad apples, in this particular case, the bad apples are sitting right at the top of the tree. Uh, there are only a couple. Of, if you could cut them off, the tree would be fine. If that's a problem, let's say, let's say I buy you three. If that's a problem, your client has been here four years. Four years. Where do we stand at the top of the tree? Is it still corrupt with bad apples? I would say right? that, so that, still need pruning? Well, or, and, and, I would the say, question I, gets to be, why are we in the fourth year of this and it's happening? Because I, I think it was very hard to see this when I first started. Steve, when I first started doing this investigation for him, it's only two and a half years ago, if I had heard myself saying what I'm saying now, I'd have said, that guy's crazy. He can't be that bad. It's worse. And uh, he had to catch up to it. I mean, he, he, he appoints Ray. There's no reason why Ray wouldn't just go straight ahead on these investigations. Instead, Ray, for four years, hides the Brennan memo in which Brennan admits that Hillary Clinton developed the Russian collusion. I mean, nothing could be worse than that. We had a four-year impeachment based on nothing. She was the one who did it. <laughs> why would he hide it? And then why would our people who come into office hide it unless they're more impressed with the deep state than they are with Donald, with Donald Trump? Uh, Rudy, we got Mayor. We got to go. Can we get your Twitter handle and your shows at three o'clock on WABC? We're tw we're we're t we're linking to you all the time. Can you give us your Twitter handle because the, the, everything's blowing up today and people want to get total access to you. Commonsense.com. It's got it's got all the latest information and you can see some of these text messages for yourself. And then I'll be on radio between three and four, and then nine and ten on WABC, which you can also get wabcradio.com you can get it on your computer mayor thank you very much we'll talk to you in a later day you're an american patriot his podcast by the way the one from the other day we're going to put back up is he tells about how he's going to prosecute this okay we're going to come back raheem jack we got so much breaking news out of these guys we got a break plus liz Yor is going to walk through what really needs to happen here to get this investigation to make sure that the young girl is protected Miles Guo's new song, Fight for Hong Kong. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Welcome back to the War Room. It's uh, Monday, the 26th of October, 2020. We've got Liz Yor, uh, one of the toughest prosecutors about, and has really dedicated her life to stopping human trafficking of children. This is a, she's a crusader. And I mean, she, Liz Yor, you know her from what she's all over the Vatican about selling out to the Chinese Communist Party. And she's tough, she's the toughest advocate of that and prosecutor of that case. That's nothing to when you hit her tripwire about children. She's going to be on in a second. I want to go to Raheem Kassam reset here. By the way, breaking news all over. Joe Biden is getting even more in hiding. 
Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, Joe Biden, I believe, was supposed to be at this Orlando drive-in car rally tomorrow. Uh, now, they announced yesterday that he had called a full lid until Election Day, uh, and it appears that that is now being carried out. Barack Obama, bless him, is having to pick up all of the slack. The former president will be in Florida tomorrow at the Joe Biden drive-in car rally. This is extraordinary, not least because it just shows Joe's in full hiding. But also, the last time Obama did one of these things, I mean, you had about 100 cars out there. That's not a great turnout for a, a former and, president and, and of the United and States. And that's in Philadelphia. The one in Miami well, was no better. Listen, Barack Obama has just as much interest in Joe Biden winning as Joe Biden winning because the level of corruption stretches from the top all the way down. We know this with the revelations concerning the Russian hoax that Obama was in on some of these meetings. I would bet dollars for donuts that Obama was aware but, but, but of the, selling But the first country. question I think the media's got to ask Obama today is, what were you guys talking about in the Oval? And for the Secret Service, how does a guy with, it, it's already been bounced out of the Navy, in one month, the first time he goes to the base, to the Naval Operating State, Naval Base in Norfolk, my hometown, he gets down there and they give him a drug. <laughs> Do you know it's got to be the first time in the history of the United States Navy, my beloved Navy, that a guy that was an officer just got commissioned on the very first time they give him a drug test as soon as he walks on. You know what that, Joe Biden, that's the Navy telling you, hey, dude, you may have jammed that down his throat, but we're going to cough it back up on you. OK, we're going to cough it. But we're going to cough up a nasty loogie, which is going to be your son. OK, that's outrageous. The, the investigation. Remember, when the deplorables put their children, allow their children to volunteer and go into the all volunteer force. The one thing they ask is to make sure that the non-commissioned officers and the officers look after their well-being. They're, they understand they're going to go in harm's way. They understand they may sacrifice everything. Look over at Arlington, what, it's Section 60. Parents know that. My daughter is over in Iraq. Every day you realize you have no power over this, right? All you do is have the power of prayer. You, you have totally, you have no power what's going to happen. It's totally outside of your control, the helicopter parents. The only thing the parents ask for is to make sure that non-commissioned officers and commissioned officers do their best to make sure that in harm's way that there are going to be rules and regulations to make sure their children can perform at the highest level in some form of safety, understanding they could be killed. The top thing in the all-volunteer force, particularly in today's society, is drugs. To have an officer that you force in there at 43 years old, Joe Biden, and to allow him to be to have opportunity around enlisted kids is a disgrace and the lie. This shows you what the Bidens are. The lie he told, oh, I smoke, I got I bumped some cigarettes, they must have been laced with cocaine, trying to blame somebody else. No. Bidens, you stink from the the fish rots from the head down. And I gotta tell you, Joe Biden showing his cowardice. Biden, you can run, but you can't hide from me. We're coming for you every second of every day. And remember, if for some possibility, remote possibility, you steal this from Donald Trump, every day of your life is going to be hell. Every day of your life is going to be hell because you have sold out this country. You sold out the military. You sold out these enlisted kids. You've gotten away. You've, sk you've skipped all your life past this. Okay? Guess what? You're now in the, you're now in the turbulence. Okay? And it's not going to get any better. It's only going to get worse because this is expanding. You know, my brother here, Jack Maxey, he tells me, hey, dude, 
There's so many other prominent families involved in this. This is the permanent political class. This is the managed decline, Teresa Hines and Chris Hines. This is the managed decline of this country. This is why Donald J. Trump is president of the United States. Because the last time in 2016, he ran against the uh, the representatives of the elite in the managed decline, Hillary Clinton, a neoliberal neocon. And now we have it again, Bernie and Focahontas. Where was the oppo, Elizabeth Warren, of all the money you raised? Where's the oppo on Biden? Why are Trump, why is why is Bernie Carrick and, and, and Rudy Giuliani and Steve Bannon, all these guys you detest? Why does it have to be us in the closing days of the race? Where were you in the two years? The Democratic Party, the populist Democrat Party, and the Bernie Sanders guys that that that, that watch this. Even if you hate Trump. You can't vote for that. You can't vote for Biden. Bernie Sanders, you're a disgrace. You've had two shots, you wimp. You've had two shots to do this, and you're too gutless, and you're not tough enough to take on the Biden. You're not tough enough. You think you're going to come in and make change? Do you understand what this system is? Do you understand how powerful it is, how much money it has, how much power it has, how much technology it has? You think you're going to wander in here uh, like Larry David with your hair all over? Oh, you're going to do this? You're not going to do anything. You know why you're not going to do anything? You couldn't even take on the Clintons. And you couldn't take on the Bidens. That's what this is about. You want to talk populism and economic nationalism? Hey, if you want to, if you want to act on it and not talk about it, you've got to start to break down the system. And the way you break down the system, you go into, the, you go into those, those areas that you can bang the weakest elements of the chain. The weakest elements is the guy that's hiding in Delaware today. He's weak. He coughed it up on the Neil Canock thing after a couple of things of plagiarism. Hey, Biden, Jill, would you put the bib on him today and, and feed him the Gerbers, you know, the mashed peas? Is that lunch? Is lunch mashed peas? So it's going to be peaches, right, before the, sun, before the sundowner. Yes, I can get – my mom said you can get pretty nasty, <laughs> young man. Um, it's not – no. He's hiding. He's hiding. He's hiding. And for the American, in modern political history, in modern political history, this has never happened. We've never had a heated race like this with everything on the line that the 250 flag officers six weeks ago say, you know, the guys have fought in every war since Korea says that it's the most important election in the history of the republic. That's not Bannon and Maxine Rahim Kassam. That's generals and admirals that support Trump to tell you what the stakes are. And he is now essentially, and go back, Mr. Mainstream Media, if Trump had done his from the very moment the New York Post put out the story on the hard drive from hell, he's been in hiding. He's done three, he's done three drive-in events. He did the debate. He hasn't had any media veils. One media veil he has, the guy jumps in his face and he comes back, it's all lies. Well, sir, it's not all lies. This is his emails. This is his text messages. These are his photographs. This is how he lives, right? This is what you've allowed. You have allowed it. You have allowed it, okay? You're the head of the family. You're the parent. You've allowed this. And if you think you're getting your nose rubbed in now, you have not seen anything yet. We will never, ever allow this country to be sold out by the likes of you. You're trash, and we are not going to allow trash to sell us out to our enemies, and that's what you've done. And now it's going to get into the whole institutional thing, because I'm not buying the bad apples anymore. The systemic rot 
and they're they're heroes in the FBI, but the systemic rot of the FBI, the systemic rot of the CIA, the systemic rot of the national security apparatus, the systemic rot of the administrative state. Yes, I said early, deconstruct it. They said, oh, Bannon, he's a Lennox, wants to burn it down. No, I do not want to burn it around, down. Hey, I come out of two kind of organizations, institutions, Catholic Church, the Navy, right? I know what institutions are, institutions that can have good days and bad days, but we have a problem here. And to me, the President of the United States ought to today, don't wait till November 4th, do it today as a message. There's not one person in this country that would, would, would vote for you, would, that would not vote for you if you didn't fire him today. That's the message. Don't wait till, don't take the bad advice of Chris Christie. He's the guy who gave you Ray. Don't take the normal politician's route. They always have nothing but bad advice for you. Every time you listen to them, you go the wrong direction. Listen to your populace and your nationalist base. It's time now to strike. Call Ray in. Ask him the 10 questions. Give him a chance to defend himself. And then when he can't answer the 10th question correctly, fire him in front of the Resolute Desk. Okay? This is what's got to happen. Um, I want to make mention a couple of things that we're eventually going to get to the there. voice of reason, Liz. Europe. I want to turn to Raheem just, just very quickly. Okay, I'll be very fast with this. You see the panic setting in. I mean, let's take a look at this LA Times article that's up on Yahoo News. It's headline: Biden's lead why Democrats worry they could blow it. A few choice quotes from this. Everybody is anxious, said Paul Begala, a longtime advisor to Bill and Hillary Clinton and a founder of Democratic fundraising behemoth Priorities USA. It's not just post-traumatic stress disorder, he says. We have permanent traumatic stress disorder. We will never get over what happened in 2016. End quote. Another one. Florida keeps me up at night, says Chuck Rocha, founder of Nuestro PAC, a pro-Biden group focused on turning out Latino voters. Here's another quote. At this point, everything worries me. That's from Karen Finney, a former senior Clinton advisor. The Clinton folks are seeing what happened to Hillary Clinton and her credibility and her corruption that swirled around her in the final days. They're seeing it happen again. And you're seeing it. The surrogates are gone. Biden's surrogates are gone from TV. They're not even trying this Russian disinfo thing. You know why? Number one. If he wins somehow, Kamala sees it as her way to the Oval Office. She doesn't want those people out there defending him right now. It's extraordinary what's going on. And number two, they don't want to defend somebody who's covering up incest and child abuse. Let's be real. They don't listen, they're looking for guidance from the Biden campaign. They're not getting it. He's down now back in the cave. Okay? The tide is shifting. The tide is going out on the Bidens, okay? And there's nobody there to save them. We're going to return in a moment with Liz Yor, who's going to drop the hammer in a moment. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, I want to bring him back, uh, come back with Liz York. Liz, just real quickly for people to join the show because the show's blowing up here. Can you just, I want to go back over quickly your bona fides. What's your expertise in this area of protecting young people from child endangerment? 
Um, well, I'm general counsel at DCFS in Illinois, the major child welfare agency, uh, National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, the national hotline, um, and I was general counsel there and head of the cyber tip line, which is about internet child porn and child exploitation on the internet, the subject of um, what we're seeing right now in this case. You're a former prosecutor. How many years of your life have you dedicated to this topic? 30 years to child protection in all sorts of child abuse, incest, um, child exploitation on the internet, human trafficking, a clergy abuse uh, scandals I was very involved in. So kind of everything that's um, the wide range of expertise in this area. And when Ofer Winfrey had the problem with the school, you actually you were an advisor to her too, correct? That's correct. That's correct. Okay. And worked on child protection issues and legislation. As you saw the Bernie Carrick and Rudy Giuliani and the text that, that Rudy put up, Mayor Giuliani put up last week, and now have seen what Gateway Pundit is breaking with these text messages, put mm -hmm. forward to our audience in your you know, nonpartisan, professional way, where do you think we stand with this part of the story, and what do you think is happening right now? Okay, these texts are an admission against interest. The, this is damning evidence, both the text last week that we saw where Hunter said, I caused a very unsafe environment for the kids. That's kids plural, Steve, kids plural. Um, the, the text today that we're seeing um, are putting Joe Biden in the center of this scandal. In my opinion, my professional opinion, Joe Biden is the, the center of the scandal. He didn't not apparently did not protect these children because now look at let's step back. If we look at July 2018, when all these texts are coming about um, Hunter Biden being dangerous, being unsafe. Um, what does Jim Biden say? Jim blames the victim. My dad, you know, your dad blames the victim. These are all lies. We're going to shove it down her blanking throat. There's a character assassination going on about the apparently mother of this child. What is troubling to me is that it's always killed the messenger. And, you know, the American people understand the dynamics going on in this sexually dysfunctional family. Seven months before Joe announces for president, he's having his whole family blow up. All hell is breaking loose. And what does he do? He protects the predator based on these text messages. Now, that tells us a lot about the character of this man. And that's why I put Joe Biden at the center of this sex scandal as opposed to his son. And why this is so heinous and why this is such a danger for this little girl who, uh, frankly, has just experienced a trauma with the death of her father. And she now has, is going through this experience. Children who go through sex abuse have four times more likely chance of going into drug abuse, four times more likely be involved with PTSD, three times more likely have a major depressive um, episode. That is why child abuse is so dangerous for the society as a whole. And frankly, if the media isn't interested, interested in this issue, I know that the American people are. And we also know that 93% of the victims know their perpetrator and 34% of sex abuse happens with family members. So this is your classic case. But 
these text messages, Steve, are a roadmap for the investigators. This case could have easily been resolved and prosecuted. This case should have gone to the head of the unit. You know, the FBI will say, oh, you know, we have so many cases and, you know, there's just a backlog. It's, we need more money. This is what they always say. This is what they said when I, I was involved with working on the FBI in cases. This case, because of the national security um, implications because the financial what, what, do, what do you mean what do you mean what do, what do you mean national security implications the fact that um, the getaway vehicle in this crime family was Air Force Two the perpetrator of child sexual abuse um, was on Air Force Two repeatedly many times those are the national security um, the overlay of this typical incest case. It became far more serious, far more grievous. And that's why, you know, another thing that I've learned in clergy abuse cases, Steve, is that where there's sex abuse, there's financial fraud. They go hand in hand. And so, you know, before Joe Biden announced for president, he should have, and he had this major scandal on, and, and here's a little girl who, there's a total imbalance of power, and the imbalance of power I have never seen with a prominent, you know, the vice president, or potentially the president of the United States, um, and this little girl who's making allegations, and her family is making allegations against the son okay. of the vice president. What, what, Talk what, about okay. an imbalance what, what, of power. What, if Rudy and these guys dropped it off at Delaware, and in, 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 in the Delaware paper, the online version of the Delaware paper, the next day, or even late that night on Monday, Monday a week ago, this time they were down there last week. They were down there with Delaware local authorities, which they were told to go make this report to, give this information uh, over from the hard drive. The um, the AG said that night, yeah, we took some stuff they gave us and we sent it immediately to the FBI. Are there other alternatives? Right now, it's just gone down the memory hole. Nobody knows what's going on. If there's been an intervention, yeah. if there's been, do, do people do, do our does the audience have anything that they could do in, in 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 making inquiries, or are there other parts of the U.S. government that are essentially empowered here to to get involved? Well, it sure appears that the FBI is slow walking this case. And my recommendation is to put a little um, federal bureaucracy uh, rivalry in place by referring um, the entire uh, hard drive to the Cyber Crime Center at ICE, which has a child exploitation investigation unit. Um, these guys do the same kind of investigations that the FBI Innocent Images Unit does. Um, and um, we get some competition going. Who's going to, who's going to charge? Who's going to make a case? Um, it's it's what we have to do. My experience with ICE, and I've worked with both ICE and, and FBI on these kinds of cases, they're the little engine that could. With far less money than the FBI has in their budget, the Cyber Crime Center is making cases left and right. I give this case to them and see what they can do to make a case quickly. Because it appears, I mean, they've had it for nine, the FBI's had it for nine months. They're slow walking it. As you said, Steve, it's going down a memory hole. And children are at at risk we have no confirmation and no ability and and there may be other children i haven't seen the full hard drive maybe no one has seen the whole there may be additional children even internationally involved who may be at risk this needs to be investigated forthwith 
and the text messages only corroborate the photos. This is a slam dunk case of child abuse on a family level incest. And the imbalance of power in this case cries out for government intervention. To, and this is why the government must be involved in child cases, because they are the voice of the children against these powerful predators. And the American public understands this intimately. And the American public understands this case. And that's why I view it kind of differently than everybody else. I view this as at the feet of Joe Biden, who did not take action and you know that last chilling text last week that we saw was so troubling to me because there was no apology or no remorse from hunter when he's talking to his father in this text and it almost sounded like to me that this was not new behavior that this may have been accepted behavior and so as a result i'm very concerned about this case that it's going to be dropped like so many cases in the past, like the Epstein case. Why does it take 20 or 30 years to bring these predators to justice? The McCarra case, the Weinstein case, the Cosby case, um, the Sandusky case, um, the Epstein case. And, and yet this is why the government needs to be the advocate for children because children have Nothing else. In the text today, you saw what the victim, the, the predators say. Oh, she's lying. This is a character assassination. Blame the victim. She's great. You know, whatever. That is classic language used to destroy the victim. Is it any wonder that less than 10% of victims step forward and disclose? So my recommendation is send the hard drive to the Cyber Crime Center at ICE. Let them have a look at it. Um, I think it's an easy case to make and uh, see if we can get some uh, sibling rivalry going between the federal agencies here. Liz, you are, do, what's your Twitter handle? How do people get more access to you? Because on my phone, everything's blown up right now. People want to get more access to you and your writings. Elizabeth, your Elizabeth, yours, my Twitter, your youryorechildren.com is my website. Liz, thank you very much. Okay, we're going to actually get to, we're going to, in the next segment, we're going to get to the financial crimes. I want to now play, I'm going to go out. We got the uh, take down the CCP uh, from Hong Kong on um, uh, the, the uh, uh, this is Fight for Hong Kong by Miles Guo, the latest. I want to play this. We're going to return in the next segment. We get to Jag Maxi and Raheem Kassam on everything related to the financial crimes reset the story make sure everybody knows what's going on to the national pulse this afternoon and us again tomorrow morning we're going to be back in a moment want to take out now let's bring in this video it's amazing miles grows latest fight for hong kong
Welcome back to the War Room. Somebody in the live chat just a moment ago saying historic show. I couldn't agree more. Uh, historic, not least because of the audience participation here, how much you guys are weighing in on the live chat. I know we've had another 2,000 subscribers alone today on the YouTube channel by itself. And I want to just give you guys all a heads up. If you share the podcast, we're on the podcast, we're on the YouTube, we're on Facebook, everywhere. Uh, Clout Hub, everywhere. So if you share the steve bannon's war room on youtube make sure your friends and your family and your colleagues and your co-workers are all subscribing to that but also make sure you are subscribed via apple podcast spotify whatever it is to your to the to the war room on there the more subscriptions we get the higher ranking we get the higher ranking we get the more eyeballs we get Remember, the more eyeballs it's, we it's get all free no money it's all it's free also free so i want to bring us back to some of the details we've got so much more on this hard drive from hell jack maxi uh what are you looking into right now well, one of the things that I think people really would be interested in, we posted this on our uh, Twitter feed. Now, people have been telling us that Twitter is making it very difficult to see, very difficult to retweet. If you remember the loan document that we released a few days ago, which described this loan that had been rolled over since 2013, it appears that all of the investments by Hunter, by Devin, by Jimmy Bolger in any of these Bohai deals were actually fake, i.e. we lend you $10 million for you to invest in the deal. And then they probably went out to their clients and said they had skin in the game, so that's fraud. This is why we think the SEC should be looking into this. This is why we think FINRA should be looking into this. This is why we think that anybody with exposure to uh, Rosemont Seneca, anybody expo with exposure to Bolger's broker-dealer, People, you need to call the regulators. I think there is incredible risk here. There are some very large banks involved. We see Millennium. We see several large hedge funds 
The clients of these funds need to call the SEC, and we will bring the hard drive it's, over it's, it's immediately. All, it's, yeah, it's all the deplorables' money. It's your money. And, and by and, the way, it's not just domestic, right? It's, it's, it's oh, not it's, just it's international. In this, this is all over the world they've been doing this. This grift is everywhere, and I'm going to tell you what's so surprising about this uh, loan document. They amended it to change the owner of the loan from a guy named Johnny Lee to a woman named Jin Wang. Now, Jin Wang is a lawyer in California. She's a member of the California Bar. She also has a Canadian passport. She is the one who wrote up this amendment to the document so that they, she would now be the one who owned the debt, not some other guy. And let me explain to who she is because it kind of shows you how these elites work, you know, person to person, one VP's son to another. She is the illegitimate daughter of Wang Kishan, who is the deputy premier of oh, the he's Communist Wan, Wan Party. Wang Kishan's the devil of devils. And this he's is the his Wall Street. illegitimate he, he, daughter. He's the Wall Street. He's the Wall Street. And daughter. we have signatures with Hunter Biden's name on it, Eric Schwerin's uh, signature. We have her signature. This is a loan that has been rolling since 2013. This is not just something about the United States being compromised by our existential enemies in, in Beijing, the Communist Party of China. This is our financial system being uh, undermined by these shady deals. This means that Wall Street has to pay attention because there are large Wall Street houses that have tremendous exposure to this scam. I want people to think about a few questions that are out there that need to be asked and we need your help because we know people talk. Over the weekend, I was contacted by three separate people with information about Eudora. Eudora is uh, seemingly a global criminal enterprise. I say that in quotation marks, seemingly. I want people to look into it. They have tried to do grifts on everything from famine victims in Zimbabwe to an online gaming uh, plan down in Latin America called Ocho Rio Gaming. All of you who watch Ozarks, remember how they were flipping gas stations and able to wash 100 grand a week, and then all of a sudden they had the idea of buying the casino, and it was millions? Well, this was an attempt to get an on-game licensing agreement, a monopoly in five different Latin American countries, including Peru, right. Colombia, Ecuador, Argentina, and Uruguay. There is no way that these negotiations occurred. There's no way that Jeff Cooper, who used to be Obama's man in southern Illinois, works with Durbin. There is no way that this guy was down there negotiating these deals with the treasuries and the tax authorities of these countries without the cooperation of John Kerry right. and our own uh, officials in Washington. Impossible. 3 p.m. today on Real America's Voice, we'll have Steve Cortez from the Trump campaign wow. reacting to all of this breaking news about Hunter Biden and the laptop from hell. The lead story in the National Post proves that Hunter Biden used his position uh, to get artwork and villa stays in exchange for taking people into the White House. That's a fur violation, right? Paul Manafort's oh, in prison for that. Don't forget, also, remember, there's a direct uh, message to Hunter and Devin from uh, Jin where she's requesting help for them to organize a visit from Chairman Z to a company in Southern California that they are hoping to buy through Bohai Harvest. Now, you have to remember, Bohai Harvest's entire purchasing program was U.S. companies that could provide technological assistance to the Chinese military. We put up something where they celebrated purchasing an American automotive company. We know the dampening technology from that sale 
is inside Chinese fighter aircraft today. We end with Miles Guo's new song, Fight for Hong Kong, and it leads with what we're all trying to do, take down the Chinese Communist Party, CCP. Until uh, National Pulse at 3 with Steve Cortez, see you back here tomorrow at 10 a.m. I think we've got a surprise co-host. We'll tweet it out later.